the most arresting headline of the day for me so far in a world full of insanity. Man has shoes tattooed onto his feet because he's tired of paying for new ones. How can you possibly beat that for a headline and a story? I don't think you can. Wesley, proceed. Oh, yeah. This is a guy that uh, he wanted his favorite pair of Nike trainers, because this is in Britain, tattooed on his feet. And he went to his tattoo friend, a guy named Dean, to uh, have them done. And Dean said it was a weird challenge because he couldn't use any templates. He had to hand draw everything. It took around two hours to draw the shoes onto the feet. And that was after they went and looked for the design that uh, he liked best and had to view the images in 360 degrees. And then at once everything was drawn on these this guy's feet, it took another eight hours to tattoo onto oh. both of them. Can you imagine sitting there and Ow. having that needle no. in, on your feet? In pain. Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, so, uh-uh. He said the, the drawing was the most challenging part, but once it was on, the tattooing was straightforward. He's tired of paying for shoes, so he's going to get his favorite pairs of Nikes tattooed on him, and he can see the funny side to it. His wife is okay with it, and more like two million people have watched this thing on uh, YouTube, on, not YouTube, but TikTok. I want to see it on uh, TikTok, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, so I guess the um, he also has an easy out. If he has to wear some shoes and socks, nobody would know the difference. Oh, That's sure, great. because you can't at all tell that you know he's barefoot with a shoe tattoo. No, no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, it's a so what? Uh, so in England, they call um, these things trainers. What do you guys call them? My generation called them tennis shoes or sneakers. I or guess. Sneaker. Yeah, it's it's. What do you call them? For me. Either either one, I guess. Yeah, tennis shoes. I and always just call them tennis shoes because they're pretty much the only kind of shoe I have. They're they're, they're just shoes, really. Yeah. <laughs> the other the other well, footwear I have are you know boots. So it's shoes or boots. I yeah, can't see Wes in boots. <laughs> I got so many pairs of boots. I well, I, I've worn them about twice the past two years, but um, four or five pairs of uh, tennis shoes. But I am I'm so uh, ruined. By these shoes that I bought off the internet um, a few years ago, and they're Japanese, and they were like nineteen dollars. And I bought my uh, dad some and my kid some. It's the only thing I can wear. It's like not not wearing shoes at all. And you put in some little you know no stink pads and uh, <laughs> a little little you know cushion thinger, and I can't wear anything else. And I put on some shoes over the weekend to go out someplace, and they hurt my feet. I bitched about it the entire time. So, um, <laughs> They're uh, closed in. <laughs> and the idea of putting on boots, i got to sit down, because they haven't been put on for years. And I have some very nice boots and some old, antique-looking you know, cowboy boots. To put them on and to pull them up it is an act of Congress. You can't get them on your feet because they're not used to being, because they probably have shrunk or something. But you got to really work to pull them on your feet over socks. Oh, my God. <laughs> what least, a hassle. At least you don't fancy the high heels. Try those on for size. I, when you haven't had to I, in a long time. I have never understood that at all. And an old friend of ours, uh, a lady that um, that hired me to uh, work here, Sherry Sawyer, who was our, our boss and our friend for a long time, she passed. She was the first in a rash of our friends and colleagues who uh, died from cancer. I guess that'll be 10 years ago this summer, which is hard to believe. But she and I were walking downtown one time, and she's wearing heels, and she was real short. But she's wearing these really nice shoes, like she always did. And we're walking along, and we're talking, and you know those those grates on the street with holes in them on the sidewalks? And so we're walking, and um, I, we would walk over one of those grates, and about the second one, it hit me, how does she not get that heel stuck in a hole and just go ass over elbow on the street? <laughs> and I asked her, how do you navigate that? And she said, you walk on your tippy toes for mm-hmm. about three steps. I, <laughs> I had no mm-hmm. idea. Oh yeah. So that's I I can't imagine 
in the interest of, you know, fashion or having your legs look good to wear that stupid stuff. But people <laughs> do it all the time. And, um, oh, but yeah. guys don't have those kind of worries. Uh, but after you put on boots, after not wearing them for a couple of years, it's like you have weights on your feet. It's just not necessary. But they do look good. I got a pair of uh, cowboy boots that I've had for 35 years. I've had them resold oh, wow. yeah, probably about five thing. times. They are they are uh, ostrich, and they look like real old-timey, beat-up cowboy boots. And um, I have some green ones, and I have a bunch of them, but I just don't wear them anymore. Wearing them with shorts would be a good look, I think, which I may go for. I mean, it uh, is Mississippi you're in. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Just walk outside in those boots and your, your whitey tighties or something, and you're ready to go. <laughs> and to get nobody would blink an eye because, as Sid pointed out, it is Mississippi. And they wouldn't even think twice about it. It wouldn't, yeah. be, wouldn't be an issue at all. Uh, but anyway. Uh, 35 or so, I'm not going to do them all, uh, funny tweets from parents about the random reasons their kids have tantrums. Looking back at mine, they weren't really inclined to tantrums because they just didn't really work out well for them. Um, I was never a spanker. <laughs> I was more of a time-outer yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or an ear-twister. Or a no more video games, or you know, just something. But I didn't. They weren't really. They were good kids for the most part. So I didn't beat them that often. I burnt them with <laughs> cigarettes uh, when they were really bad uh, and left scars on both their arms. But they they remembered. They learned. They yeah. learned. Um, so little kids throw fits and act a fool, and you got to you know calm their asses down. Uh, here's one. In case you were on the fence about having kids, my three-year-old threw a tipper tantrum because her tongue is pink. She freaked out. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, good to hear that your that that your two-year-old is already reading. Mine just threw a tantrum because I wouldn't put his shoes on the wrong feet. <laughs> wouldn't you know, beat, right. beat his wouldn't. little ass. <laughs> Uh, today's tantrum brought to you by the fact that, that I dared to give my daughter Anna's braids when she clearly wanted Elsa's. That must be a uh -huh. Disney reference. Yes. Yes. Uh, a four-year-old, uh, her kid, just had a, a a meltdown and told me to go away and then threw a tantrum again because I went away. <laughs> <laughs> no, come back. Come back. Make your mind up, dude. You did what I said. Uh, ha, uh, the kid has, has a tantrum because I won't. Let her drink straight lime juice. Has tantrum because I let her drink straight lime juice and it was yucky sour. Just like I told her it would be during the first tantrum. Um, oh I'm all for letting my kids be who they want to be. Although I used to want to just tackle parents that I don't want to break their spirit. I'm going to break his arm if he doesn't calm down. Mm -hmm. So these little oh, they're just... Don't break their spirit. My three-year-old just had a meltdown about the cheese on his pizza being too melted. So apparently his dream <laughs> oh is to God. be my least favorite child. <laughs> Stop being petty. Um, sometimes I miss having a toddler, but then I hear a toddler that throws a fit because, quote, the moon keeps following me. Then I think, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or my shadow. My toddler is throwing a temper tantrum because she both wants and doesn't want to be in her high chair. Your move, Schrodinger's cat. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Who is Schrodinger, Wes? That's the, a, a physics experiment uh, or example about how a, when you don't know the condition of something, it could be one... Or, or the other, it could be both at the same time. So Schrodinger's cat, he used for the example, if you don't know when it's in the box, if it's alive or dead, it could be both alive and dead. Uh, okay. okay. My four-year-old is having a tantrum because his dinner is not freshly baked cookies. Uh, now that one makes sense to me. That's reasonable. <laughs> Toddler having a meltdown because I put the wrong Lego in his carefully built world. So I guess... He's ready to be a fantasy author. 
I didn't, I didn't know like that. Right. Uh, three-year-old currently having a meltdown because I won't call the fire department to rescue a bird from a tree. Okay. Oh, that's so sweet and funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, good morning to everybody except my a middle child who is having a grade A meltdown because he found out my wife and I swam with dolphins in the Bahamas 10 years before he was born. <laughs> okay. Good morning. My three-year-old is having a tantrum over soap because it's not soapy enough. <laughs> There's a timeout and a spanking right there. Uh, My four-year-old is having a meltdown because I didn't take a five-mile detour so he could see a large overpass. A little later. Um, child of- having tantrum because he won't let her make her own butter at 9.30 at night. Me, um, (laughs) rifling through what to expect when you're expecting, where does it mention this in all caps? (laughs) (laughs) My toddler having a tantrum till she found a grape on the floor. She ate it and forgot why she was crying. She was crying because she hates grapes. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Brats, man. Uh, To anybody out there that's thinking about having kids... Today, my two-year-old threw a temper tantrum because she couldn't get rid of her shadow. Yeah. 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 A that. reason to... <laughs> my kid had a full meltdown because he saw a tiny dog wearing a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. And now he wants the dog's shirt. Just in <laughs> case you were considering having kids. Don't. <laughs> uh, thank you, Magic School Bus, for giving my kids something entertaining and educational to watch, but also... For the four-year-old's massive tantrum because I won't let him raft a river of lava. So, that one. That's funny. um, Let's see. Uh, My kid threw a tantrum because I agreed with him that his diaper had bears printed on it. Still thinking of it. What? I don't know what that means. Okay. My three-year-old had a fit because I called her popcorn a snack and not a dessert. In case you're wondering what parenting is <laughs> <Okay>. like, <laughs> there you go. Uh, we've all been there, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I remember <laughs> that that my oldest, and I often tell him this when I want to just just bust his chops. He, um, before I stopped giving them a bunch of sugar, and I tried for a long time. I there were two there were two things that I wanted to avoid with these kids. And one was buying them, honest to God, any kind of gun. A water gun, oh, a Nerf yeah. gun. I wanted to put that off as long as it's humanly possible. Just because. I don't know why. Kids can turn anything into a gun. A carrot can become a gun. So you're wasting <laughs> yes. your time. Yeah. The other thing is I wanted to back off the sugar. Because they were both hyper kids and... Uh, one especially, my eldest, who is now a grown-up man with his own kid, which still blows me away. But he had a thing for those little bitty white sugary donuts in the bag from Hostess. Oh, here, here. Yeah. Now, I like the ones that were chocolate, but I would buy those things for him on occasion. And I bought a bag, and he was, I don't know, three or four, and I gave him maybe two or three of them. And then I put him up, and he had a hissy conniption fit. <laughs> I said, what's wrong with you? He, he started crying. He said, I just love him too much. <laughs> That's hilarious. Get over it, dog. We, He's my boy, though. He's a very impressive young man. I'm Both trying to think. Are. They are. I'm trying to think of a temper tantrum when mine was little. Maybe sometimes because he couldn't get a Hot Wheels car at the store. Because they'll just put oh, them God. in random places, More like the near the freezer the... section. I'm oh, like, what man. are you doing? You know, in the grocery. Every, um, don't put them every there. Store, put them on the every store I visit, I hear parents going off, can oh, yeah. I have that? Can I have that? Can I have that? Screaming bloody murder. Duct tape over that. the mouth might be a... Yeah. Because they, they, they want everything they see. But there's a certain and it's time. All at eye level, you know. Yes. Thanks. Stores. Uh, I, there's there's a certain brought... time you have to take them to the store if you're, you know, if your significant other is do, doing something else. You can't leave them at home because they're too little, so you have to take them. But then it's so nice when you don't take them anymore. 
Yeah, I mean, when, when my when my kid was little, I would say we would go to the store. I said, "Okay, you get to pick one thing." Yeah. And so if he if he grabbed something, you know, right off and said, "Hey, that's going to be your one thing," he would. If he changed his mind, he had to put that one thing back before he could get the new one thing that he wanted. And yeah. That all always seemed to work out pretty well. Shoot, mine would be yeah. ten things later, and I'd still be in the store. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, no, I uh, had to break that nonsense pretty quick. But anyway, they are a, a joy. Um, it's They're much more of a joy when they grow up. Now, wait a minute. Let me backtrack. On that. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it, you ha- it never changes because in your mind's eye, they're always five years old. Yeah, Even though yeah, they, yeah. They, they, have, they have, you know, full beards and their own kids. They're still your little <laughs> yeah. kids. Wow. You, yes. you have to have kids because when you get old, you have to have someone to explain new tech to you. you no, you, no, no you have kids because you need someone to do stuff for you. Get me this. There's now. also that. <laughs> That's why you have kids to do your stuff for you. So anyway, they they all turn out. We pray for them every day and their safety. I, uh, you know, that that never stops in this crazy world, especially. So vacations may be coming up for you. Or not, uh, but because it's costly and uh, times are tough. People that come back from vacation, uh, well, uh, sometimes they're bummed out and sometimes they're happy to be home. But Sid has tweets, returning home from vacation tweets. Yep. Let's hear this. Funny and relatable. This person says, are you telling me there are people who return home from a trip and unpack their suitcase that day instead of slowly across weeks or months as they remember they need something out of it? <laughs> I'll, all right, so I'll stop you right there. What do you do? Uh, right away. I have two bags, and I walk in the house, and the first thing I do is put everything away exactly where it goes. Dirty clothes in Good. that room, all the bathroom stuff in that room, bedroom stuff in that room. Over the weekend, I looked by my wife's bed, the suitcase she had in New Orleans over a month ago was still sitting there. And I didn't I, say I anything her. to her, but I I just, I, I looked at it briefly, and the next day I, I noticed that it was gone. So I, I may have been caught, caught being a snoop, but I thought, really? So I guess everybody's different, man. I, yeah. I can't stand it. I had to put everything up. I need things in their place. So I throw the dirties in the dirty right away. And the bathroom stuff has to go back because you have to use it right away. But I'll live out of it (laughs) for a couple of weeks. I'm guilty of that. That's chicks. I don't know. That's just a girl (laughs) thing. That's just Um, wrong. Or a lazy thing. Uh, As far as me, I'm not calling your wife lazy. Um, (laughs) This one says. In some things, but very few. Yeah. This one says, my signature move is panic deleting emails after returning to work from vacation. <laughs> uh, that's Here's why a, I check them on vacation on my phone and delete uh, them because you walk back home to 80 have, emails. And that's a bummer. I know. Oh, I know. I can't stand it. Uh, wrote up a to-do list of things for when I'm back from vacation, and it was so long I gasped and wrote write to-do list at the top so I could cross one thing off. <laughs> step two is to draw through something so i did that yeah. too. now i've done right. things off my See? list there you go it's called paid time off because anytime you get time off you end up paying for it when you get back <laughs> true you know there's a thing i think that may be uh inherent to radio people but maybe it's something else i remember a time when i got so nervous going on vacation because i because i mean i had had um convinced myself I was being fired and replaced when I was gone. So I would call the office and just check in with somebody just to see if I was employed still because of that radio person fear of just being, you know, blown up <laughs> well, the door anytime. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. now I don't care anymore. So it doesn't matter. All right. This guy says, why is no one talking about the sheer pleasure of coming home from vacation and using your own bathroom? Oh, and your own bedroom. I oh, just yeah. like vacations more and more all the time because it's not my bedroom and it's not my bathroom and all my stuff is here. And I, I like it less and less and less. And you, I'm fine and, right here. Yeah. And you, and it's not your pillow unless you take your pillow, which is a pain in I the butt. I that. 
Yeah. Um, this this uh, girl says, "Welcome back from vacation. You'll be caught up on laundry again in forty six months." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, There's just two this, of us here, and it's incredible how much we that thing is on back there, washing stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, us too. Uh, this girl says, uh, it's in quotes, returning to work from vacation, co-worker. Are you glad to be home? Me. F you, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Oh, my God. Uh, this girl says, I don't have indoor plants because I don't want to go on vacation and come back to death. <laughs> that's a good point. That's why you yeah. need one good friend like we have yes. who came and uh, fed the cats, emptied out the cat poop. And kept an eye on stuff. You got to have yep. one person who's your go-to, and mm-hmm. don't count on your kids. That's a problem. And don't always count on your siblings either. That could no. be a problem. No, yeah. <laughs> Unless they live the nearby, which is nice. Um, this guy says difference between being on vacation and being back home. Last night I had a ten-ounce filet mignon for dinner. Tonight I had fruity pebbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. true. Some of the eating out is the best part of the whole deal. <laughs> this guy says, returns from vacation, in, in quotes. Well, that was a nice break. Okay, let's log back in and see what's going on. I'm sure things can't be that much worse. Opens Twitter. Cloud of locusts bursts out of the phone and eats off my face. Oh. That's exactly right. <laughs> yes. Opening up this computer is one of the things that I dread the most. And I do it every time, and it is a buzzkill immediately. But, mm-hmm. you know, but not Twitter. F that crap. Oh, my God. Oh, no. This girl says, if I come home from a, tw- a trip, I either torture myself by trying to unpack before I've even peed or torture myself by not unpacking for seven weeks. There is no middle ground. <laughs> <laughs> I walk in the door and start opening stuff and throwing it here and yonder, and I got I, I can't stand it. And the bags are back in the closet in a half hour. Then I pee. <laughs> you need to go unpack for me then because I'll get lazy. I, can, um, this, I can't stand it. <laughs> this girl says, I just got home from my first trip while living in an apartment alone, which means I just smelled my own apartment smell for the first time. Ew. <laughs> oh, good. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, this girl says, takes phone off airplane mode for first time in a week. Sees 16 new messages, turns around, goes back on vacation. <laughs> I just can't stand that. I I have to know. But the only problem, or not the only problem, the problem now is that today, for example, how many spam calls have I gotten this morning? Uh, four. So Really? God bless. Yep. But I'd, I can't leave messages unanswered. Um, but I don't get many. I get them from the kids and from you guys, and you know, that's about it. So that's no great shakes. And you can just put us on ignore. I'm just kidding. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. guy says, after taking a week of vacation, I like to slowly ease back into my workload. This process typically takes 51 weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that's about right. Yeah. This girl says, people who unpack right after coming back from a trip will be strongest in the apocalypse. So there, there, there you go, Drake. I don't know about that. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just can't stand. There's something that they tell you when you're, I mean, it's something about having to have order in the chaos of the world. I think that's what, what, what drives people like me to do that. I need order on this desk and in my bedroom and in my stuff. Now this, 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 this office my, to some might be uh, chaotic, but it's really not. Everything is where I want it to be. So, order in the chaos, at least in the areas that you can control. Gotta have it. Yep. Gotta this guy it. says, co-worker on my first day back from vacation. How was Italy? Thinking about how dogs barked normal over there. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know. That's just weird. Uh, I know. This girl says, me, it's the start of vacation. My God, airplane technology is so advanced. We are literally hurtling through the sky. What a time to be alive. Me, at the end of vacation. Yeah, me, at the end of vacation. Can someone please let my cats know I'm on the way? They don't make planes fast enough, I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's about right. Uh, Adulting rule of thumb. Take off that first business day after a vacation. 
That's that. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh yeah. That really is smart. Day. Yeah. And you almost have to. And I didn't do it last time, and I dreaded it. I thought, well, it's Monday. I should probably work. I sure didn't want to. Not that mm-hmm. I don't love it, and this isn't work, but but yes, it is. But yeah, you, you you need one day to like reorient yourself to the ugly part of the world, like the news and crap like that. Yeah, this person says so one glad more. to finally be. So, okay, here's a here's the here's a better one. Uh, from some guy first day back from vacation i'm refreshed and recharged a new man just kidding everything feels harder and worse now <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ain't that that's the truth. about it that's about <laughs> right good stuff thank you ma'am what else you got there wesley i've got this common words that originated the way we use them now because of tvs and or movies okay and i'm going to start with an easy and obvious one spam this one comes from yeah. the Monty Python skit in the diner, the spam, 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 egg, sausage, bacon, <laughs> and spam, uh, with the Vikings in it for some reason. And an admin at the Usenet borrowed that term in 1993 to refer to something that keeps repeating over and over to great annoyance, like they do the word spam in that skit. So uh, spam, you get in your email now and on your phone, come is called that now because of Monty Python and that particular skit. Huh. Oh, that's funny. The term MILF was first popularized uh, in <laughs> American Pie. Oh, yeah. And it was. uncredited John Cho needed to spell it out for uh, the Pie Guys. And that's a scene that has now launched a million online porn searches. There's also oh my uh, God. GILF. The G stands for <laughs> Granny. Granny, um, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, and those are really hot. What about HarryGilfs.com? Uh, yep. Oh, Where are you going, Sid? You had something no, in mind. I had something in mind, and then, and then he ruined it because I just thought of a disgusting image. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't oh, know. God. Those those will be in your brain now all day. N- Harry, Nilf. N- Harry Nilf. Grannies. Harry, yeah. Nilf. Neighbor. Nilf? Ew. Ew. That's Creepy. nice. <laughs> Neighbor like your last name? No. Oh, no. Not yeah, like my just last name. A new as, porn in next, site. as in next door, but people probably have already made that word up. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they've made up a lot of words that you don't want to know. From You're Seinfeld, right. the, the same show that gave us Festivus, uh, Regifting. It comes from an episode really? where Elaine, Elaine gives Tim the dentist a label maker for Christmas. And Tim gives an identical gadget to Jerry as a thank you for Super Bowl tickets. And the quote is, I think this is the same one I gave Tim. He recycled the gift. He's a re-gifter. Oh, yeah. I remember that word. This word has been around for centuries. It goes back to, I think, Greek mythology. Nimrod. Nimrod in mytho... Now, okay. Nimrod Nimrod these days means an idiot. Nimrod in mythology was a legit serious hunter of great legend and renown. He really the there was a Bugs Bunny cartoon where he first encountered Elmer Fudd, the hunter, the inept hunter, and he was poking fun at him going, Yeah, what a Nimrod. Meaning to say, Yeah, what a great hunter. Not. But no one knew that. And huh. everyone thought that Nimrod just meant moron and here we are today. Is a fart knocker on that list? <laughs> it is not. You should register that. We could say it originated on this show. Uh, I haven't okay. heard that in so long. Oh, God. Fart knocker, <laughs> which, which means it has no meaning whatsoever. Right. Like Abacab. To, you fart knocker. Yeah. <laughs> right. And fart knockers all like Abacab. It's a nerd word. <laughs> the term gaslighting is now associated with trying to you know, mentally abuse someone by convincing them that they're going crazy and seeing things or experiencing things that aren't real it originated in the term uh, the term originated with the film gaslight where a husband was in uh in trying to convince ingrid bergman's character that she was the dimming gaslights in their house were not dimming when he really? was actually going hmm. around there dimming he was trying to That's drive her mad so yeah. he would oh. dim them to make them flicker, and she would say something about it, and he would look up and go, no, they're, they're fine. You're out of your head. I wonder if I could dim oh. these gosh damn airplanes out of the sky. <laughs> I don't Jesus. think that's going to work. Not the same way. Calm down, Fred. 
Cowabunga, famous for uh, Ninja Turtles and Bart Ninja Simpson. Turtles. Yeah. It mm-hmm. goes back further than that. It goes back to the Howdy Doody Show. Really? Uh, right, hmm. Writer Eddie Keen made up this word for Chief Thunder Third, Thunder Thud, is that his name? To shout when he was know. mad or frustrated. So that's the way back origination of that. But related to The Simpsons also, meh. M-E-H. Oh, God, that's that stupid that word. was a long-time from. Jewish you know, phrase for eh, but it was meh. Meh, hmm. yeah. Uh, it says we first heard this from Sideshow Bob uh, Roberts' episode where an indifferent librarian answers Lisa's question about voting records and just goes, meh. Huh. And then this last one of this list is uh, truthiness, which came That's from the Colbert... Word. The Colbert Report says truthiness was introduced on the first episode of the Colbert Report as, quote, the belief in what you feel to be true rather than what the facts will support. This was in 2006 and set a tone for the whole world of politics since then. Very good. Very good. good. We all have pets. Many of you have pets. It's a universal uh, thing in our lives. And... If you have lots of pets, you know that you need to have a separate account uh, for vet bills because it's <laughs> yes. just, oh, man, uh, this time of year with, you know, flea drops and medication and heart guard, it all adds up, and um, uh, but it, it just does. But there are some pet owners here that Wes has this story that uh, the most ridiculous reasons they took their animal, their pet, to the vet. Yeah. I'm not sure where this is going, but let's see. This is, these are owners who are saying these these reasons. This is, for example, Vanessa says that our dog had a raspy cough, so the vet went uh, right over him, gave him X-ray, blood test. It was all a big mystery, and out of the blue, the vet asked me to cough, so I coughed. The dog coughed. I coughed. The dog oh coughed gosh. again. Uh-uh. Turned out the whole family <laughs> had colds, and the dog was just trying to fit in. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's great. That's why dogs will yawn when you yawn and vice versa. Yeah. That's, it's catching. How about that? Stephanie says, my dog was extremely lethargic after we came back from a vacation in the mountains. We would not really eat or really drink for days. Took her to the vet. They did all the tests and was told she was just temporarily depressed. The vacation was over. Oh. Well, that's She missed the mountains. She had such fun there. Well. Brett, small yeah. Brett. I know. <laughs> this, this other one said I paid like $1,200 for various tests for my late bulldog's hearing because we were convinced she had gone deaf. Uh, she could hear just fine. She just didn't give a damn about what we had to say and was ignoring <laughs> us most of the time. <laughs> ah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Anybody with a cat knows how that works yep. out. Yeah. And this other guy says, my aunt's dog stopped moving and was screeching when we tried to pick him up. We brought him to the vet. Vet couldn't find anything wrong, but gave him a mild sedative. And so he was high on this and he fell off the backseat of her car. Then he let out a minute long fart and was totally healed. (laughs) 400 bucks for that fix. A little backed up. A little gassy. Yeah. 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 A little gassy. He's so pissed. Uh, Robin says the closest vet ER was two hours away when my 12 year old or 12 week old puppy started showing urinary tract infection uh, symptoms. She'd squat over her puppy pad, but did not pee. I spent a sleepless night and I spent $350 the next day to find out she was playing me for treats the whole time, which I'd been giving her for using the pad. Oh Oh, my God. (laughs) I love it. They're not stupid. Oh man. Uh, Kate uh, has a picture of this cat that she says is named Atticus. Was, Love it. Was acting skittish <laughs> and hissing a lot. Total opposite of his personality. Paid $500 and got an extremely doped up cat just to find out he didn't like the taste of his new treats. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Mm. Uh, Alexandra says uh, the vet felt a hard mass in my cat's stomach, thought it might be cancer. Good news, it was not cancer. Bad news, it costs $1,500 to remove from her stomach the 39 hair ties she'd eaten over the past oh. few years. Oh, crazy. Oh my How God. did she ever poop? I, I, I guess know. she finally stopped and that Carefully. was the problem. Oh, yeah. my. 
God. Oh. Let's see. There's uh, this one. says, my old lady's last major incident before she passed away of something unrelated to months later was a roller coaster. We went uh, from a nice dog walk to dog gagging noises to a concerned vet visit to an ER entry to ac access a fancy scope to be prepared that she had a nasal tumor to finding out she actually had two pieces of giant grass up her nose. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Ugh. Weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, they're not, it's not dull, man. Yeah, and finally here, Aaron says, my dog was restless and just acting very weird for a solid 24 hours, so I took him to the emergency vet. $250 to find out he just really hates the smell of boiled shrimp. How did they oh, discern that? He hated the smell of it, so he, he was probably pacing around and panting and whining and sneezing, maybe. Which would make uh, you think they were sick or that something. something's wrong, yep. Well, yeah, because we we're just I mean, you're just so, so um, just involved and attached to these dogs. Yeah. Any sign yeah. that something is wrong, you panic. You freak. And I don't know how many times it and, you know, thankfully, it usually isn't anything. But, um, yeah, uh, it's vets do a great job and they're making a lot of money over people who love their animals so much. They jump. At anything, and then when something is wrong with him, one of ours, when he was real little, he's just eight pounds now, Dino, broke his left leg when he oh, was a baby. puppy. Now picture the size of a dog that little's leg and how the bones must be, how tiny they are. So he was in a some kind of a cast, um, bones put back in place with you know metal pieces. That was cheap. I had to refi the house, but that's cool. But um, uh, <laughs> right, because because uh, what kind of dog is he again? He is a Yorkie. He's a Yorkie, so a yeah. baby Yorkie. Yeah, and he's a small Yorkie at that. Well, well he's pretty, he's uh, well uh, when he has hair, he looks uh, you know thicker. <laughs> but when he gets shaved, which he will likely be doing soon, he looks kind of pathetic, and um, he's embarrassed by how he looks because <laughs> he's just shaved onto the bone and he has ears. He looks like a some kind of a rodent, uh, but that's okay. That's hilarious. Well, and the I, other one, and, the, and these animals. I mean, I, you know, you know, dogs fart. You know, older dogs <laughs> tend to break wind, and they it usually isn't audible. Um, but Allie, who is our golden, um, she's a beautiful dog, highly bred from a line of show dogs. She's white, with these golden tints, and she's got this beautiful face and these eyes like human eyes and she's such a girl except i've never in my life with all the dogs i've ever had had a dog where you could be down you know just in her face just you know talking to her and she'll belch like a pig in your face oh my god uh, <laughs> oh my god it's like and then uh the the a wife says that when she's a, when she's totally out asleep on the floor sometime you'll hear this high-pitched mm, <laughs> then the room smells like somebody just shat their britches oh, which was no, her farting no. oh, very not classy God. very not feminine <laughs> uh but she'll just go uh, it's like god yeah you little class hilarious. what do you think you are and i have i've never heard a dog burp in my life maybe, maybe she's I've, sick or I've she's just got with... she has no class at all <laughs> I've seen a dog with hiccups, but not. But I want to thank. I want to thank. <laughs> I haven't people. ever seen that. I don't think it's oh, you haven't? Oh, it's funny. No. I want to thank people for posting their pictures of their dogs, telling my dog to get well because I posted that her picture in her in her stint. Um, she, we tried the sweet vet. We tried one of those doggy boots because my my dog has a fractured digit or toe. Um, we don't know how That's it happened, crazy. but anyway, we finally figured it out after the x-ray cause she's been limping for weeks. And, uh, so the, d no, those dog boots. Okay. While they look like they're going to work. Nope. Foot slips out of it. Paw slips out of it. Doesn't work. So she had that to get this whole right. spoon shaped like splint. So it goes all the way up her, um, left arm. And so it holds her paw in it to where it's like she would be tippy toeing, but only this, the stint touches the ground so so that way it's immobile for six weeks minimum to heal the bone and that Can she thing run at all or not oh lord 
She got out Sunday and thought that it was the best thing in the whole wide world because, yeah, we haven't been able to let her run. She's got to wear the cone of shame overnight because we don't trust her for not tearing the thing off her arm. She's right. been really good about not licking it, though, I will cone say. But yeah. she thought you would have thought that she was running for a pile of, of, I don't know what her favorite, pile of ice or blueberries or something. She was, I mean, I was like, oh, God. But it didn't tear it up. I mean, it's all wrapped up over the plastic part of the stent, but it, and it didn't mm. It didn't tear it to shreds. But we've got to, we go back tomorrow for for uh, another laser therapy and see how it's doing. But, geez, she'll, she'll, she will flat three-leg haul ass to the ice, to the refrigerator, though, if she hears that ice coming. She has learned to walk, to, do, yeah. to three-leg it. <laughs> I don't know how, what it is about the ice thing. <laughs> That makes all these dogs go crazy because the other big dog, Lucas, learned how to do it himself. And oh, that yeah, was a shock right. to us all because <laughs> he he was um, a year old, maybe. But he was tall enough to, to reach up there and just push the thing. And he knew what happened. Ice came out. Mm-hmm. And so we mm-hmm. caught it on, you know. On, and so now every afternoon, that's part of the routine as I hit that thing first and they all come running and they eat ice <laughs> Then they have their popcorn, and then um, nobody here is spoiled at all. Um, so, jeez. We do it to ourselves, so you, you can't. It's all on you. You do it to them. So blame yourself, and they do crazy stuff. All right, let's look at some of these dumbasses of the day. Um, victim doused with urine due to a pooping chicken. Great headline. <laughs> okay. Woman struck neighbor with a bucket of pee, says the police report. Angered that a neighbor's chicken had been pooping on the back patio of her home, a woman in, guess where, Florida, Uh retrieved a bucket of pee from her bathroom. Now, let's pause. (laughs) How did she retrieve a bucket of pee from her bathroom? What's wrong with that? Is that how her family rolls a pee in a bucket? I guess that she gathered this for a couple of days. I don't know. But she doused the bird's owner with a bucket of pee, says oh. the police report. The, this guy was not pooping on her patio. The chicken was. But she dumped the pee on him. And she looks like a crazy biatch from hell in this picture. Uh, this happened on Sunday evening at the Palm Haven Mobile Home Park in St. Petersburg. The chicken would not stop taking a dump on her patio. She went inside, got a bucket of pee out of her bathroom. I still want more details on that. Walked out on the back patio and tossed the full bucket of pee on this dude who owns the chicken. Uh, The bucket struck him, causing him pain. Plus, he smelled like this, which is also kind of a down (laughs) thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. These stories save my life, having to do this kind of stuff. Uh, uh... The arrest report does not indicate why she had a bucket of waste at the ready. There's my question. <laughs> Unanswered right. still. All right. Why did you have a bucket of pee in the bathroom, hon? Um, she she did cop to her actions after being read her rights. The right to remain silent. <laughs> oh, my. So she was booked into the county jail from which she was released yesterday, posted a, a, a small bond. And her boyfriend was also arrested for threatening to hurt this dude or something or to pour some some more pee on him. I don't know. These are the people that walk among us, friends. They have buckets of pee in their bathroom waiting to attack you with them when your chicken poops on their patio. I don't know. I have a crazy neighbor that I don't. The, who needs to move? I think maybe I just might put some in a squirt bottle so she tries to talk to me again. I just squirt it. Just put, a, <laughs> I think just that's put a bucket me. in your bathroom and instruct <laughs> the men in your house to use it for about two days and you're set. I know. All right, Wes, go and do one here and then Sid can do hers. Uh, bride marries sister's groom after mix up due to power failure. There's your Love headline it. on this. Love it. <laughs> This happened in uh, Ujjain, uh, Madhya Pradesh. It's in India. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, these two sisters, Nikita and Charisma, are getting married. The uh, the guys are getting Her married. Name to... is Charisma. Yeah. Pressure much? And <laughs> they're they're getting married. The uh, guys are not related. 
uh, to each other. And so as the ceremony is getting started to uh, go, the power goes out in this place. But they carry on. The brides, though, are in their veils and in the uh, dresses uh, that they wore. They're both the same. So somehow they got mixed up and went on the wrong side of the aisle or uh, however this is set up. So they each hook up to the other one's intended. So oh like Nik Nikita was going to marry uh, Guy A and Charisma was going to marry Guy B, but they, they got switched up during the ceremony. It was that dark. It was that dark. And also, again, they're in their full veils and the dresses are the same. So are the guys wearing veils, too? Not the guys. No. <laughs> are they twins? Are they blind? <laughs> no. uh, it's dark. Yeah, power's out. Okay. <laughs> so they, uh, they, they do the whole ceremony and the, uh, they do the rounds with the, uh, with the new couples. And then they go home and realize, wait a minute, you're not Nikita. You're the other one. This Charisma. still recognizes the right. car. Then they all dumped pee on each other and left and went home. <laughs> well, they had the ceremony redone the next day with the uh, proper bride to the proper groom. Oh, but, man. How do you That's mess just, that um, up? How do you name someone Charisma is my main concern. Uh, mm. All right, Sydney, what is this nut? Job here. Oh my God! This is in Memphis. A woman decided uh, that she didn't care woman. about her mom or her brother. She just wanted the three thousand dollars that was in a safe, and then she wanted to bail. I'm with her. Uh, and and this is not the first time she's tried it. So she had a hammer and a knife, and even though uh, her obviously mom and brother tried to stop her, she chased him with the weapons, bashed open a safe, took three thousand dollars, and got mad at the brother for not moving the mom's car and letting her leave. So she hit the car with the hammer too. Yeah. The mom's car with the hammer. Um, she is uh, the brother is twenty years younger than her, and he found out then that she had been arrested many times before. In hmm. two thousand nine, she was sentenced to five days in jail after punching and choking her mom and breaking out windows in the apartment during a fight over a car. In twenty fifteen, she went to jail for three years after hitting another woman in the head with a beer bottle. In 2021, she w uh, was charged with attempted aggravated assault after her mom said she uh, did something to her car with a hammer and another object and chased her with it. That charge was later dropped. Uh, the brother says that she's bipolar and schizophrenic and won't take her meds, but police don't mention any mental illness in any of the many affidavits. She is now being held on a $20,000 bond. And the brother says he will not be bailing her out of jail. I kind of don't blame him. Well, kind of don't blame him. I don't know. I, I don't know. In most instances, police would probably be surprised, if not perplexed, to get a phone call at 3.30 in the morning reporting a house had been <laughs> abandoned in the middle of the street. What? Now, uh, we just drove back um, from being down south over the weekend. And you know that when you're on the interstate and there's some poor soul in a pickup truck who is moving and they've got a mattress and box mm. springs and a dresser and a fridge um, in the back of their truck uh -huh. tied down with those little, those little fingers. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell away from them as fast yeah. as you possibly can. Oh, yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, this, this, the, um, this was in Louisiana. Iberia Parish. This this is an odd quote. Uh, the sheriff's office said that this has been an ongoing situation. What does that mean? In a uh, Facebook post. They have told this guy before, his name, Tony, he's 46, that he would need a proper permit to move his modular home. Modular meaning what? His uh, mobile home? <laughs> yeah, his trailer okay. park house. Modular. Uh well, then call it a damn trailer then. Those instructions were ignored. And during the move down a road there, many mailboxes, road signs, and trees were damaged in the process. <laughs> Good job. As uh, Dickless here uh, did not mind the permit thing and just took off with his mobile home uh, to tow it to his new place of residence. Uh, they also knocked down power lines, knocked out power to... 700 people and this went on for about for about two hours then they just said you know what screw this and left the thing 
along with a truck and trailer in the middle of the street and just bailed. <laughs> I like their style. You know what? Screw this. They were arrested within a few hours and charged with violating parish ordinances, blah, 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 blah. And they're each being held on bond. Uh, but I kind of <laughs> like their attempt to do this, but the odds were kind of against them going in. And they just left it and said, screw this and bailed. All right, Wesley. Naked Rampage. Let's let's hear this one. I love Naked Rampage. Yeah, here's the headline. <laughs> Man went on Naked Rampage armed with for sale sign as weapon and kick cop in the head. And that's just part one. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Ryan Coonlith. This happened over in Britain. He uh, was given a sentence in December after this whole naked, drunken rampage. He threatened paramedics. He damaged property. He kicked a uh, police officer. He'd taken off his trousers because uh, he'd fallen over because they'd fallen around his ankles. He used that for sale <laughs> sign and oh. grabbed that and used that as a weapon. Well, then again, it happened again. Uh-oh. Almost the same thing. He was found uh, after being drunk on the streets of his town, Haydock, and was reported to be carrying alcohol, had his trousers down again, reportedly following two women. Police called into this, and while they were looking for him, they learned that this guy's family was looking for him, too, because they know that you know, he was off on another bender like this. His, <laughs> it says his auntie told officers he was lying unconscious on his nan's doorstep, it's Britain, around the corner, and they found him asleep, finally. He came around when he was roused, uh, but started swearing at the officers, then started crying and rambling when they tried to take his bottle of wine away from him. He refused to let it go. And so they're trying to lift him up there and get him you know, handcuffed into the uh, car. And that's when the wine was forcibly removed from him. And oh. that's when he you know, took a turn. He st- continued his abusive shouting. He was told to stay on the floor, but he tried to get to his feet, threw his head forward, trying to bang on a wall but missed because he's drunk. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so drunk, you miss the wall. <laughs> he said at some That's point that he, good, he wanted that to hug do. his dad, yeah. so the police allowed this, figuring that would calm him down, and it did yeah. until they tried to pull him away from each other, and he got aggressive and was yelling again. He was taken down to the ground, and he... Uh, kicked the knee of this one police officer trying to uh, get him calmed down and called him all kinds of names. And he yeah. cursed him and said, hope your kids pay for it. Hope your kids grow up with cancer. Hope your kids die. Just horrible, horrible oh, stuff. Gosh. He's ranting at these officers. He finally got uh, taken away and calmed down. And the next day he was mortified, started to cry, said he couldn't remember any of this and just mm. uh, pled guilty to that first one and is uh, still having to be, uh, a, I guess, arraigned or show up in court for the second one. But that's pretty drunk. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've all so, been drunk and stupid, but damn, you know. And now you have a new benchmark to uh, reach. Uh, the pants around the ankles part probably is the, well. Yeah, it's okay. called a belt. They're trying to headbutt and a wall a and miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's, I wish that's, I had that on video. That's, you know, cartoon stuff. All right, what's this 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 guy hitting the face with a gun over popcorn? What is this story? Oh, so? my gosh. It's Maurice, who's 40, lives in Memphis, and his ex-girlfriend would not make him any popcorn the other day when they were Roger at home. wrong. So he got a gun out, put the barrel on her forehead, hit her with it, knocked her down. Luckily, the son was her son was in the other room and heard them arguing. So he came in there and helped her up off the floor. That's when this guy pointed the gun at him and said, back up. Luckily, nothing went south from there. This guy has been charged with two counts of aggravated assault. (sighs) Make your own popcorn. Yes, that's in Memphis. Well, not, she not should good. do what she's told. That, that's the problem here. So. Hey, now. <laughs> if you want to, uh, I mean, I just, I tend to, about once a week, I uh, stay up late and um, sit here at my desk uh, and um, get lost on these things on uh, YouTube and um, just various music videos and award shows and just these things that just will carry you to other places. If you want to sit and watch drummers some night, and I played drums a long time ago uh, and could have probably done pretty well, but I found radio and destroyed my life entirely. 
But if you want to watch some people uh, play drums, um, there are various videos uh, with uh, with uh, Neil Peart, uh, Stuart Copeland of the police is one of the ones that will blow your mind. And if you're a fan of that band and listen to them, that was three people. And Andy Summers is the most underrated guitar player maybe of our lifetime. You never hear his name. He never wins any awards. He never he doesn't do anything. Uh, but he is incredible. And to see them live, what he does with the guitar and his feet and these pedals is just spellbinding. Uh, equally as strong as uh, Copeland. This guy has a has a rig uh, behind his uh, his uh, drum kit with various kinds of you know gongs and uh, percussive instruments, and he he'll get up and play them for a minute, then hop back down to catch up with the song when Sting kicks back in on you know some some tune. Uh, the guy from Tool Tool doesn't have that much up on YouTube, hmm. but to watch that guy play live uh, is he's yeah. he's incredible. Um, Danny, what's his nuts? Danny um, Carey. But he, he's a bad mofo. Uh, there are also places to isolate and watch Keith Moon uh, from The Who and to watch what he did. And I, there's a piece I read recently about him that talked about uh, he looks and sounds sometimes as if he is out of control and just playing whatever he wants to play. Uh, it's, it, it, it is quite the opposite. And he's playing along with the tune uh, and following Pete Townsend and doing things that sound out of control, but they're not. And to watch this guy play, uh, he's so intense and so into it. That's probably why he ended up, you know, being a drunk and and, and just being dead from because uh, he was so into this when he played live. And uh, John Bonham is the same way. Oh, yeah. There are more people that idolize John Bonham. Uh, for the sounds he got out of those drums, it's he beat those those things to pieces, and uh, Keith Moon was the very same way. And then you can flip over the page entirely and watch the play of Charlie Watts. It's entirely different. <laughs> That's why this kind of music is so much fun to explore and just to watch, and the fascination between the very simple like Charlie Watts, which is, you know, just, he was in charge of that band. And mm-hmm. then you watch, you know, Keith Moon and watch John Bonham uh, from that era and then watch Stuart Copeland uh, and some of these guys. It's just incredible to to see how different they were, yet how powerful they were for the bands that, that uh, they were in. It's, um, yeah, this damn YouTube thing is here to stay. I may have to pay <laughs> so these gosh damn ads won't won't pop up in the middle of a you know solo I hate you that. know during yeah during you know Moby Dick. It's like damn it, you know, stop it. Yeah, on the bottom note, he the anniversary of his death was a few weeks back, and so I posted something about it on Facebook and asked people their favorite Zeppelin song, and somebody put up the YouTube video of him just him uh, um, playing "Fool in the Rain." And it was incredible. Oh, really? Cool. Wow. Yes. And it was incredible and awesome. And so thank whoever that was that posted that. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that uh, I think that that that, that this, this uh, station that uh, we built here um, gives you a, this kind of opens up your mind to, uh, as radio should, it opens your mind up to hearing all these different kinds of music and that you maybe haven't ever heard before. And it also, you know, leads you down other pathways to explore how these bands got the sound that they got. I mean, this didn't just 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 appear on the radio. They had to write these songs and then make them, and then the individual pieces that made the whole. Uh, once you get into that kind of mindset and go to exploring how they made these sounds, you can get lost in this stuff for hours, and I do. Um, but it's stuff that I've heard for a good God, a, a, a great part of my life, but I still find it to be endlessly interesting just to watch them do it. And then I guess to, to uh, compare it to some of the people that make songs today that are good, but it was just different. Things evolve and, uh, some of the greats will always be great and some of them, um, fade away, but, um, it's all there. Find it, enjoy the music. That's why we do this. Um, 
Don't forget to support Drake Digital. There's a link to do that off of the Facebook page and drakehallmemphis.com and the app. You can support us and keep this alive for the music and the podcasting and for the the incredible depth of knowledge, entertainment, and brilliance that we offer. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>